Hi guys, it's Ashley with the Abundantly Podcast. I thank you all for tuning in again on this week. But if this is your first time here on Abundantly, we focus on the whole person approach to living consciously and living well, just as God called us to do. So I'll be focusing on all things natural and spiritual, um, the mind, body, and spirit connection. So last week, we talked about renewing our minds daily um, because the heart and mind brings forth life, right? And we are promised life and life more abundantly so that we can come forth to be all that we are created to be. And we know that before we can create any change in the outside world, we have to seek change um, in the world within ourselves. And that means renewing our minds and our hearts daily. And we have to do this so that we can come forth to walk in our calling and to be the change that we wish to see. So we talked about walking in the spirit of excellence in our spiritual community. And we discussed how to communicate and how to show love effectively by listening well and giving kind and sweet words and being forgiving. Um, I want to handle the other side of that on today. Um, as you all know, that we are in a time of crucial conversation amongst all of us. And I really believe that the way that we handle these tough situations and these tough conversations um, really predicts how we influence people. And it predicts how we um, get along with each other on our teams and the, and the health of our teams. And it also um, predicts the strength of our relationships and our friendships as well. I know this for a fact because I, you know, once, well, oftentimes have found myself in situations where I handled them and handled the tough conversations in a bad way, um, which ultimately caused me to um, lose influence. So it's very, very important that we be mindful of the way that we are speaking and, and the way that we are handling these tough conversations. Um, Proverbs 12 and 18 reads, The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. We know that some of the ways that we are dealing with certain situations in our spiritual community are, you know, how we deal with situations in our other communities, like our work and our jobs and our um and our family. So I want us to be mindful of um, whenever I say spiritual community, we can apply this to many other groups that we deal with on a daily basis. So whether you are, you know, having a conversation or a difficult conversation with a customer or maybe you are at work and you have to make the decision or have a difficult conversation with someone um, to fire someone or to discipline them, um, or maybe you're just working with someone in, in your volunteer community or your spiritual community. Um, there are four ways that I want to talk about how we can prepare for those challenging conversations um, when they do come up, especially now as we are seeing um, a, a lot of things that are going on in our world, both naturally and spiritually. So these are some tools that can help us when um, we are dealing with those challenging conversations. So Proverbs 16 and 21 says, The wise heart shall be called prudent and the sweetness of the lips shall increase learning so the first way that we can prepare to have these difficult conversations is to you know check out our motives you know what are our motives before even going into the situation or going into the conversation what are we trying to achieve by having this this conversation 
you know, and the stress of a tough conversation could bring forth selfish motives, right? So we should be um, mindful of the motive that we have behind these conversations and we should evaluate our intentions and we should um, reset our motives if they're negative or if they are intended to, you know, bring forth strife or, you know, um, misunderstandings on, on both parties. So, you know, you do this by asking yourself, what do I really want from this conversation? You know, for me and for the other person, or what does God want from this? Colossians 3 and 2 says that, you know, we should set our minds on the things above and not on the earthly things. So we should set our minds on the godly things that would bring forth fruit. And when we set aside, you know, our selfish motives, our conversations become, you know, more fruitful. The second way is to get out of your feelings. (laughs) You know, just make sure that your emotions are in check. It's easy to tell ourselves a story, you know, about a difficult situation that may or may not be true, um, and that may stir up unhealthy or, you know, difficult emotions within us. I notice many people absolve themselves from any responsibility, you know, for a problem. We're so quick to point fingers and we're so quick to, to just trying to find fault in everybody else, and that can bring forth unhealthy emotions to the conversation. We should go in with an open mind. Um, John 1 and 8 says that if we claim to be without sin, we deceive our own selves. And the truth is not in us. So even in our you know tough conversations, when we're dealing with those in our spiritual communities or whether you're at work or school or any group settings, you know, when we're dealing with these difficult conversations, it's best that we don't point fingers or try to find fault in someone else, you know, and pretending that you don't play a role in anything. We must assure that, you know, we will own our own part in the conversation, you know. We, we The conversation goes both ways, and we should own our own part in the conversation and make sure that we are being rational and make sure that we are being polite and trying to understand the other perspectives. The third way is to, you know, gather all the facts, y'all. Go into the conversation knowing that, you know, these these tough conversations come with, you know, opposing views. And people may not share the same view as you and that you may not always be right based on someone else's perception of of a certain situation or, or even, you know, your own. You have, you know, to come in knowing that many people may not agree with you. Um and you may have like certain feelings or certain history that may have sh- you know shaped your your um your perception and that goes for the other party as well so come in knowing that um but to be fair before coming into the difficult conversation just do your research you know gather all the facts don't build your argument based on your you know assumptions or your your feelings you know, so many people have been fired without even knowing why, you know, why or what they've done wrong due to the lack of facts um, being presented. So it's good to do your research, your own research and um, and gather the facts. Proverbs 14 and 5 says that an honest witness does not deceive, but a false witness pours out lies. So make sure that you are, you know, gathering all the facts first to overcome those lies and those tough conversations because facts um is what facts is facts <laughs> and facts should be the center of the conversation not lies or emotions or assumptions and lastly 
I'd say to be curious. Always enter into a conversation being curious. And I love to say that I'm passionately curious. I am a passionately curious person because I know that I don't know everything. And I take pleasure in not knowing everything because that leaves me the motivation and it leaves me with an open mind to not necessarily figure it out, but just to, you know, read and pursue other people's ideas and perspectives. Recently, or not so recently, yeah, maybe recently, I had a tough conversation with someone that I loved, you know, dearly. And um, before, you know, I confronted her with these set of facts, you know, God wanted me to be to be curious of her side of the story. And that's when I found out that my facts, or what I thought were facts, were wrong. And so instead of, you know, chastising her, I chose to, you know, give that person, you know, love and compassion and, and um, we were able to move on. So I just, you know, I had to just be willing to listen and to ask God for discernment and to ask God for guidance when entering into a, a difficult conversation so that I can't, I won't ruin that relationship. And we should do that, you know, all the time so that when we are walking in the spirit of excellence, we will know, you know, how to handle um, crucial conversations or um, situations or conflicts that may arise. We talked about listening well, right? We've talked about, we've talked about, you know, getting out of our emotions. We've talked about being sweet and humble and pursuing the facts. And we've talked about coming into the conversation, owning our, our part, our own part. And that's how we'd be able to walk in the spirit of excellence. That's how we'd be able to handle those crucial conversations, especially now. I thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, I hope that you all learned something because we are coming forth to be the change and change is definitely needed in our world today and we don't have to do it alone um, and we have each other. I want to pray with you guys today. God, I thank you for this time that we had together on this podcast. I thank you for the words of instruction that you have provided in your word, Lord, to help us um, in how we are dealing with certain situations and difficult conversations in our communities, in our spiritual communities, in our natural community, Lord. Reveal to us, you know, our purpose so that we may be able to come forth to be the change that we wish to see in this world, Lord. Help us to walk in the spirit of excellence so that we can listen intently and respond gently, Lord. We want to listen well. We want to be active listeners, Lord. We want to be compassionate. We want to be loving, Lord. We want to be forgiving and understanding, Lord, so that we can make lasting change, Lord. Help us to be quiet, Lord. Help us to slow our minds, Lord, and to focus on the words of those who are speaking, Lord, help us to listen well. Lord, give us what to say and how to say it, Lord, so that it can encourage ourselves and that it can encourage other people around us, Lord, because we want to be the change, Lord. Lead us and guide us in the way that we should go, Lord God. And bless us, Lord, with these divine connections, Lord, in our spiritual communities that um, will allow us to continue out the work that you have called us to do, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Open our eyes, Lord God, in our ears so that we can be able to find these men and women of God to work with, Lord, in our spiritual communities, Lord. Lord, help us to see these small moments, God, <laughs> that we can make these lasting, impactful changes, Lord, for your glory. And Lord, if there's anybody who's listening in on this podcast on today, 
Reveal yourself to them, Lord God. Let them know that you are a God of love, that you're a God of grace, that you're a God of forgiveness, that you're a God of compassion, that you're a God of patience, that you're a God of understanding, Lord. And Lord, if we have not been like that, Lord, please renew your spirit within us, Lord God. We want a fresh anointing, Lord, so that we may be able to walk boldly and walk into our calling just as you have called us to do. And we know that we can't do this without your spirit, Lord. So refresh us and revive us in your spirit, Lord God. Transform us, renew us, and restore us into the people that you want us to be, Lord God, so that we may be fully um, capable to walk in our calling and to do the work and to be the change. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank you all for tuning into the Abundantly podcast on this week. I hope you guys are able to learn something. Um, meet me back here on Monday for Motivational Monday. Um, and if you've missed a podcast, you can always check out the previous ones here on the podcast as well. I love you all so much. Bye.